Welcome to the Big Church Podcast. We are a church in Barrie, Ontario, Canada, and we hope you are blessed by this message. For more information, check out our website at bigchurch.cc. How are we all doing today? Good? So I want to talk about healing, right? I want to talk about it. I can get into some scripture, we can get into a ton of different scriptures on stuff, we could talk about all sorts of things, we could memorize all these different things, but I want to get into, like, really digging into just healing, and just talking to you guys specifically about that for a minute here. Um, so when we think of healing, right, what do, what do we accredit that healing to? When you think of healing, what do... What do we usually accredit that healing to in our own lives? Like, what are some, some ways that we accredit different types of healing in our own life? Like, you know, yeah, like physical healing. Like, you know, a lot of things I find in, in North America when we live here, right? We accredit things to a doctor, right? We accredit things to um, medicine, right? I naturally just got better, right? We accredit things to all of those different ways of, of, uh, of thinking, right? And so what happens in a period of time um, is that we get into a, a lull, right? And we get into a way of thinking. And so we get into this like sort of like mindset where it's like, you know, I'm just going to believe that healing, right, is, you know, is going to happen when I go to the doctors. Should we pray for that person? You know, we say, Oh, well, you know, I don't, I, haven't, I don't have a lot of stories, right? I don't have a lot of experiences where I can accredit healing, right, to God, right? And how many, how many of you guys would say to yourself, like, in a lot of ways, like, in ourselves, we'd be like, you know what? Like, I genuinely want to see that, right? Wouldn't you guys agree that you'd be like, I genuinely want to see that? I just, you know, I just don't have that opportunity to, to you know, to have that happen that way, where we can accredit things to God. So think of like healing service, think of like coming in on, you know, when we do this, you know, once, once a month, right, is that we're looking at an opportunity to accredit healing to God, right? And what we're doing is we're actually going to be entering into a way that we receive healing, and that healing comes from the one and only true God, right? And that that healing is a healing that can take place, that can surpass the healing that a doctor can, prov- um, can provide, that, you know, um, your, just your natural way of, of being healed can happen, um, that we're allowing, right, God the opportunity to be able to do that. And then you might say to me, well, that sounds interesting and that sounds like fun, but how do we do that? Like, how do we get there? And part of it is that we have to exercise our faith, you know, and it says in the Bible about how faith comes by doing, right? That, or, sorry, faith, not, not, um, uh, faith, yes, by hearing, sorry. And that, but faith without work, sorry, like without, without activating it is dead, right? So if I just say, I believe in, if I just get up here and just go, oh, I believe in the healing, <laughs> and then someone's like, can you pray for me? Ah, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> you know, pray for yourself. See you later. I hope you figure it out and you can, you know, get yourself out of that problem. <laughs> we don't want to be like that, right? 
So when we think of healing, right, healing, it comes from, you know, when, it, when we get it from God, we have to activate it, right? We have to say, okay, let's activate our faith. Let's, let's take the faith that we have, let's take what we believe in, and let's activate it, and let's pray for, you know, that healing to take place. Another thing that you'll notice, too, is that when we enter into the presence of God, when we enter into um, a place of unity with him, that that's where he is, and he can manifest. He comes, and he manifests himself, right? He manifests himself in our praises, right? That God comes close to us, that God is able to interact with us, that God's able to minister to us, right? And so that's why you hear of those types of things that take place, right, where people are getting healed, right? And you see lots of things happen where the Holy Spirit has moved. Like, if you think back to, like, Catherine Coleman, right? You know, they would just get into praise and worshiping God, and then all of a sudden people were just getting healed, 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 because it's God's way of doing it. God is showing his people. He's saying, hey, guess what? This is, this is the image of healing, right, that I want to be able to um, display, right, for you guys. This is, this is the way that you receive healing, right? And so what we need to do, right, like thinking about um, when it comes to healing and we think about um, pressing in this way is let's get rid of the natural ways of thinking on healing and let's start focusing on the Holy Spirit way. Let's start focusing on who he is. Let's start focusing on what he provides for us. And then you can say, well, it just sounds so confusing. Like, have you not talked to someone who listens to the Holy Spirit and stuff? Do they not sound weird? Like, I can never seem to understand them. Like, they just kind of go wonky-tonky or something. And I'm just telling you. It's not even like that. Like the Holy Spirit ministers to each person with where they're at. If I was to say to you, you know, or even say to myself, five years ago, some of the things that God's asking me to do nowadays, and I was to say, you know, um, and if he was to ask me some things that he wanted me to do back then, and, you know, that I'm doing now, I would not be equipped. I wouldn't be ready for certain things. The Holy Spirit is not just going to go over and, like, just grab you and, like, you know, pull you by your hair and give you a good shake and then shoot you out the door kind of thing. He doesn't do that, right? Like, he's not that kind of a dude. Like, the Holy Spirit, I've always found, is that he takes you where you're at. He takes you where your faith is. He takes you in your knowledge of Scripture. And he leads you in a proper way. He leads you in your heart in the proper way. He knows where your position. Like, I, I'm not, I can't, I can't explain it enough how much the Holy Spirit plans and coordinates way more than you could imagine or think. I'll give you one of the, like, the clearest examples <clears throat> in just recent times, right? Is, um, this one is the easiest one, which just happened, like, less than a year ago. But, like, it's like, I was working at John Howard Society, and God told me when I was with Carrie to not look for another job. And I'm like, this job is not paying what I need, and I need more hours, right? And he told me to stay there, right? And what did he do? He provided every single time, supernaturally, every time I needed to go on a date, because I told God, I said, I want to be able to pay for stuff. I even was able to get her like a nice necklace, nice earrings for Christmas and that kind of thing. And it was like God made a way for all of these different things to happen at the right time. And then 
Um, all of a sudden, um, even when I'm working at John Howard Society, Carrie knows all these things because she saw the whole thing all the way through. And it's like, I felt like God was like, don't invest any more time into anything with the John Howard. And it was like, I was just not having to put any attention on it. And I'm like, I don't know why, but I don't really have to focus on my work and I don't have to look for work. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know why I'm like this, but this is what God told me to do. So I'm okay with doing it. And then all of a sudden, right, um, there's this guy named Brandon who ends up coming out uh, to this thing called uh, SCADA, Simcoe County Alliance and Homelessness Committee. And so anyways, God tells me, he says, that guy there, he said, because I didn't even know he was a Christian or anything, right? He just said, that guy, he's like, you need to go and you need to call him. You got to say that you can help him with whatever he needs help with. <laughs> so I call this guy and I'm like, hey, man, uh, I'm a social worker. I, my grandpa was a con construction worker. Um, like, whatever you kind of need help with, like, I'm up for just kind of connecting with you and kind of seeing. And, and so anyways, I ended up bumping into him and this guy named Tim from Redwood Park Communities and just had a sit-down chat with them, and I mean, I didn't even know who these guys are, and I'm just like, yeah, this is kind of what I can do, and this would like to help out with, and they're like, oh, we've been actually waiting and like wanting to get something like this kind of going, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll do that for you, <laughs> and anyways, what happened was, what didn't just happen right away, but there ended up, have, um, this relationship ended up happening, and then all of a sudden, I just, um, I felt God one day just tell me, he's like, today, he's like, you need to go, and you need to tell Brandon that this is your time to just go, to go into all these things and work with them. And I told Karen, I'm like, I got to do this. Like, I feel like t today's the day. Like, he's coming out and he's, he's going to be presenting to these criminals that I'm doing this workshop for, and then I'm going to talk to him after, and I'm going to have this conversation. So I did. Then, guess what happened later that day? My boss from John Howard calls me in, and she goes, um... So uh, anyways, i got to give you this letter. I'm really sorry, but with the funding over this program, we're just not going to be able to continue it. And, you know, we got to end things within a month. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> like, if I, I'm like, I don't really care. I've already got, I'm doing something else now. <laughs> like, God lined it up. That's, that's a practical example of just saying, Holy Spirit, like, what do you want me to do? When do you want me to do it? And just do it. Okay? So that's an example of just like, you know what I mean? But see, if I was to go back, you know, years back and say, oh, God, this is kind of like, you know, this is something that I'd like to step out in. I'd like to, you know, move out in these things. You know, a lot of times, even our own ambitions get in the way. We're like, oh, my ambition says, yeah, I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. Yeah, well, pump me up, pump me up, pump me up. You know what I mean? And you're like, I can do it. But then, like, you know, the Holy Spirit's like, no, man, like, not yet. Like, you want to lift that, that thing but you can't lift that thing right now. <laughs> you need to go through the process I have for you. And God has a process for you. And that's the word I want to give today. Is that you have a process. Every single person in here, you have a process. The Holy Spirit is speaking to each one of you. The Holy Spirit is giving words to each one of you. He's telling each one of you what to do with your life. Enter into the process that the Holy Spirit has for you. God has something lined up for each one of us. And he is the one that orchestrates and leads our life. We do not lead our own life. I don't live my own life just for myself. I don't live so that I can just, you know, have lots of Cheetos at the end of the day. I'm not up for just having the most Cheetos, okay? We're not going to compare Cheetos, all right? I don't care about breaks and all that kind of stuff. The Holy Spirit doesn't care about these kinds of things. 
The Holy Spirit cares about people. The Holy Spirit cares about souls. The Holy Spirit cares about love. The Holy Spirit cares about things that are deeper. The Holy Spirit is not caring about the things that you're caring about even today. If anything, the Holy Spirit is trying to orchestrate and move you in different pathways in your life so that you get yourself closer to him, so you strip off things, and so that you move into deepness with him, that you move into intimacy with him, because he knows what we lack, and he knows what we're suffering with. And if we just yielded ourselves and said to ourselves in our own head and said, even though this pain, or even though this thing doesn't line up to what I want, even though this thing doesn't look the way I want it to look, if I feel like the Holy Spirit's leading me down this path, there is a better plan. There is a better pathway. There is something greater. I would rather, okay, we, what was the movie we watched yesterday? Sheep Among Wolves. I don't know. If, so, and you know, they were talking about persecution and all of this. And anyways, I was just like getting, you know, just thinking about God. I wasn't even, I'm not even putting a lot of effort into talking about all of that because, you know, even that, sometimes we glorify like the fact that we can be persecuted. And really the biggest thing is that we just go for God. That's the big thing. And the persecution that comes is just part of going for God. And here's the thing that I want to mention with that is I would rather, like, and, and this is what I'm convicted on, is I'd rather just go for God and go closer to him and know more of him. And if persecution's in the way, I thank God that there is going to be a grace, that there is going to be a sufficient grace, that I'm going to enter into a new revelation. I'm going to enter into a new understanding, something that's going to be so deep and so profound that the Lord himself can come in and enter into my life and touch the deep part of my heart and give me that, that sustainability, whatever it is, in whatever I'm going to go through, because he has touched that in his own life, right? That, the, that God himself went right to the worst of the worst so he could touch it. So he is there to touch each one of our lives, you know? And I, I'm serious. Like, this is, this is the God that we serve. We serve the God that is able to be close with us, to be closer than our brothers and our sisters, to be closer than our spouse, to be closer than anybody, anything. That the Holy Spirit is so much closer to us. And so that's one of the key things when we're entering into God, when we're entering into receiving, when we want to receive healing, when we want to receive, um, you know, we want to receive all these things to happen, you can't do it on your own. You can't do it thinking that part of it's going to be natural, part of it's going to be God. You can't do it thinking that the doctors are going to provide the solution. God wants the glory. God wants the solution God wants to give that to you. God has it. You got to look at God. We got to look and have a face that's focused on just the Holy Spirit. That's just seeing the Holy Spirit. That's just seeing what he wants. That's just yielded to him and saying, you have your way. I don't care. I can even come up with my own plan, but you have your way. What if the Holy Spirit said today, you know, if, if, by coming in here today, that he wanted you to do something totally different? What if your routine was a certain way, and the Holy Spirit came and said, I'm going to break your routine. Who's ready to break routines? Who's ready to break up the systems and the ways that we think? Who's ready to take a step forward? Who's ready to get, and it does, it feels uncomfortable. How many of you guys know that when you go to move, right, you move from one place to another, you feel change, right? 
So with the Holy Spirit, we feel change. The difference between the Holy Spirit and change is that the Holy Spirit provides something into your life with the change that the Holy Spirit has asked you to go down. So the Holy Spirit knows where you're at on so many levels. And so by going down that path, sometimes you get something ripped out or you get something put in, right? But by following after the Holy Spirit, that's how we start seeing those things. So that said, we want to get into a place of just getting into his presence. And we want to get into a place where we seek God and we seek his face. Um, So I actually want the worship team to come up. I want us to enter into the presence of God. I want us to focus on him, to focus on getting close with the Holy Spirit, asking the Holy Spirit for that revelation knowledge, ask the Holy Spirit for those things. And then we're going to pray because we're focusing on him. This is the one thing that I've, I, I learned from, from one speaker. His name is Billy Burke. And he said, you know, so many of us, you know, we've got, you know, an, an understanding of the Bible. You know, we understand some of the scriptures, but we don't believe them. You know, we don't fully believe them or we're not activating them. We're not acting on these things. I guarantee you in this room here, you've guys got lots of scriptures on the inside of you. And then the Holy Spirit also activates those scriptures. But we need to get into a place where we get into his presence, where we get into a place where we're looking at his face and we can activate things. We can activate that work of, um, you know, of, of scripture in our life. We need to be believing you know, memorize, believe the, the word. Take a word and say, I believe this. And get excited and get overjoyed like Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly be all, beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us. So to him who is able to do far more abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works within us. That scripture alone speaks to the the things that we're even talking about right now. Are you understanding me right now? That when we just activate him, Holy Spirit, he's already thinking way past us and way past our limitations. I don't even have a clue what I'm going to look like, you know, 10, 15, 20 years from now. I don't know what I'm going to look like however long, you know, like, and we just keep moving and growing and developing and maturing. And I mean, till we're we're on into heaven, and then we're probably still going to grow in more of loving and knowing God and just over and over and over. But I mean, we have opportunity now. We have opportunity to really dig in to that power that works within us. And so I believe if we enter in and we ask God to just really have an impact on our life and to just open us up and provide that healing for our own lives. I want to pray for everybody that that decides they want to uh, come up and they just want more of that activation. You know, I just want to be able to pray and I just want to be able to speak. And if the Holy Spirit gives me something, I just want to speak it to you. But... If you know what, if the Holy Spirit comes and speaks to you directly, take it. Take it for what he's giving you and move. And sometimes, you know, by coming up here, it takes a step of faith to be able to just say, I'm coming up and I'm having something different. And then you just let the Holy Spirit push, uh, um, like 
press on your life and just enter in. Know that by, by doing these kinds of things that we're entering into God. We're entering into what he wants for our life. We're not entering into, you know, the other ways of doing life. We're entering into the way that God wants to have things accomplished, that we want to enter into that. And here's the thing. When it comes to healing, I want to get into that as well, too. Everybody here that wants healing, come on up and get prayed for for healing, too. I'm, I'm telling you this, and this is very serious, is that I don't care how long you've had that pain for. I don't care how long you've had that sickness for. And I'm not saying this out of hype. I'm telling you that every month we are here and we are praying. And I'm telling you that in my own personal time, whoever needs that healing, that I'm putting you on my prayer wall and you are getting prayed for. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that the scriptures are stronger than your sickness. And I'm going to say that the power of God Amen. is stronger than anything that you feel on the inside of yourself. And I believe that no matter what, his scripture will remain. And every single person that decides to take a step forward in pursuing after the way that the Holy Spirit wants to bring healing into your life will receive it. And that we're going to press in because the only thing that's going to change is the sickness in your life. Yeah. The thing that's not going to change is the word of God. And I'm going to stand on the word of God. So if you want prayer for that and you want someone in your corner that's going to fight like that with you, then get, get on up here and let's get praying. And let's get, to, uh, get aiming towards God. Put the face on God because he's the one that orchestrates these things. Amen? Amen. Thank you for joining us today. We pray that this message has truly blessed your life. For more information, go to bigchurch.cc.